everyone. Here's another B-side for you. These are my hot takes. Hot takes for... <laughs> for what? For what could it be? For what is it? Oh, I, I had a brain freeze there. Basically, it's how to become a very successful design sprinter in 2021. How about that? How's that for a gripping headline? How's that for moving the needle? Something that you can use for 2021 involving design sprints. Because we're now about just ourselves and pointing a finger at our face and saying, look at me, I'm smart. It's how can I give you something that you can take away and put on your, like a, like a pin on a, on a lapel or something or whatever the hell I'm talking about. And putting it out there so that people can say like, my God, is that person good at design sprints. So that's what we're going to be talking about on this B-side today. And I think a better, there's no better place to start than to talk about for 2021 positioning. And by positioning, I mean, what kind of design sprint facilitator are you? If you are somebody that likes the idea of being able to guide people along on a design sprint to have them understand the process, get them through an entire week virtually or hopefully someday in the future, being able to do it in person, you have to really understand what kind of facilitator you are because it's not just about reading the sprint book, whether it's the Richard Banfield one or it's the Jake Knapp one. It really comes down to how you go about it and who you partner with, but that's a different one. This one is more important because I see a lot of people who try out designs for facilitation or just facilitation in general, call themselves facilitators, but what they can't seem to do is execute in the moment. You can learn a lot about facilitation. You can have a master class. You can get best practices. You can read a ton of material on how to go about doing this thing we call facilitation. The thing is, is that if you don't have practice, you're not gonna really understand what your hangups are, what you do well versus what you don't do well. You get an idea based on what other people tell you, but you really need to get practice in. And sometimes that's hard for people since they rely on getting real practice from their employer or from a project. There's not many self-starters out there that can just go, you know what, I'm going to try this particular exercise to get more practice with it, Would be it uh, doing research or interviewing people for, for like a subject matter expert. There's not a lot of outlet for it. There are a few groups that do do it, but the main thing is, is that you have to understand your approach to the practice, how you approach doing designs for facilitation. And it's a hard question for some people who don't do it. If you're not sure, you're not quite at a point where you can go, okay, what's my style? Do I tend to, in this, maybe it's a good thing to go over this. The different styles of designs for facilitation can be numerous. They usually fall into particular buckets. One is, the, the one I see is more dominant is somebody that basically takes charge and guides everyone and then, you know, strong strongholds of the through process and it could be multiple exercises. Others are very com conversational. They like to have conversations about what they're doing and how people feel about things and to get levels set to make sure every voice is heard. And those tend to be people that stretch the clock a bit when it comes to the conversations that happen during design sprint uh, sessions. All the way to someone who is very tactical and very analytical and looks at things from the perspective of not only what people do, but also what they say, combines them both and has a real, they're real strategy-minded. They have an entire view of not only the session, but before the session happens and during and afterwards. 
everyone has a different approach to how to do design movements, but it's really important that you figure out what you like to do. So that's my first one. Now, the second one I want to go over is another thing that usually separates design sprint experts, people that really know this stuff, versus ones that are just like, I kind of do this. And it's preparation. And it's a really easy way to couch like, maybe you should get some things done. I can't stress it enough that the thing that in 2021 makes the whole difference between someone who kind of knows what they're doing and doesn't know what they're doing is preparing. And I'll be specific. By preparing, I mean getting into your Miro or Miro whiteboards and having them done at least a week before you start doing kickoff. Now, for people that do this regularly, it's fairly simple to do because you can take some artifacts that you've done previously and kind of wrap them into what you're going to do in the new session. But preparation is something that will allow you to adjust really fast if a client or a circumstance or a situation changes to within sometimes 24 hours of when you eventually start your session, which almost always happens. One of the main stakeholders gets sick. Uh, there's been a change of plan because the business has moved in a different direction. Maybe they don't have everybody on board or the subject matter experts you had interviewed have to cancel because of whatever reason. There's a lot of things that can come up, but if you prepare properly, you can really make it easier for you and others, especially for those things where you have to call an audible. More often than not, I don't see it done. I see a lot of folks spending too much time on some dimension of their design sprint, but not really getting it properly prepared. So in 2021, the thing that's going to separate the, the wheat from the chaff is really going to be about how well you prepare. I won't belabor the point, especially since there's so many articles right now in Medium and LinkedIn and elsewhere on how to do this, that this is something that you should just do and practice and get, get there uh, or get familiar with it. The third thing with design sprints in 2021 that you should be aware of is that I thought that 2020 was the year that everything started to be custom, where the design sprint process outside of the purist saying it's a five-day process, you should stick to it. That's great, but it's that's like saying you want to keep on making the same lasagna, expecting it to taste well. People don't buy it. The market doesn't like doesn't buy it. The people I consult with don't ever, don't ever go for the base recipe. They just basically look at it, they consider it, they understand it, but then they make it their own. Um, there was plenty of that in 2020. It was the apex of all of that. Now I just think designs. This is probably the last year that design sprints are going to be irrelevant, and I think that there's going to be certain things that are going to take it over. For instance, um, open AI is slowly but surely starting to become more um, experimental with. And there's a certain one that I can't, I'm not, can't think of it's about the car. I would have looked it up previously. Where people, and it was featured on Product Hunt where I think it's open something, something, I can't remember. But there was like a top 10 of apps that people have created where this machine learning assistance aspect of what they do was doing all sorts of things, whether it was spreadsheets, instructionals, and so on. So I think one of the major themes this year is that if it's a process and it could be automated, you may see the beginnings of the human being not as dominant in a design sprint facilitation. I know that's kind of weird to think, but when it comes to optimizing people's time and being able to bring everybody together on the same page, 
and to have them go through a design sprint session, there's going to be, it's inevitable there's going to be some automation that comes with it. It's, it's been done in the past with uh, some, some, some apps where it walks you through the, the five-day process, but I think it's going to go a little bit beyond that, where you can adjust on the fly based on changes that happen within the structure of, of a session. Um, I'm speculating here, but I think 2021 seems like it's going to be the last even somewhat relevant year for design sprints. I think after that, it's just going to be, okay, well, that was something that's now part of the design zeitgeist. It's not going to be something that's an outlier. I have a feeling that probably something more relevant is going to come up or it's going to be some new approach that's going to ride the wave of activity that's going to happen after the pandemic. So there's going to be a lot of recovery that's going to be money that's going to be forced put into that recovery uh, by government and by companies all around so i really don't see the design sprint process being any relevant at all come next year i mean good to know it but probably not something you want to put in your front pocket as something that you say oh this is something i do and this is my business and if, it, if you're getting business through the process great i just think that it's going to change it's not going to stay the way it is it's going to be everyone will have their custom process that they do that has their niche market that goes after the, that goes after a certain type so it still takes from what design sprints used to do but i don't think it's going to be anything like it used to be um so that's kind of a downer one but how to do design sprints better in 2021 uh, the fourth thing i think and some people i've seen do this already is uh, try doing individual exercises that have been done with design sprints and use them as a way for personal for, to increase your personal productivity so this combines both the idea that you're doing practice with design sprints but also being able to show how a certain activity is done for instance the easy one that everyone points to typically is the eisenhower matrix uh, the matrix that was made popular by dwight d eisenhower that you see all the time when it comes to effort and impact and being able to me measure that. Um, those That matrix is used all over the place in, in science, in marketing, in uh, strategy planning. Everybody uses it to basically uh, put things in different quadrants visually. So being able to practice individual aspects of what typically goes into a design sprint run is probably a good thing to do and, it's, and it'll get you on the path of being able to take design sprint activities and combine them with a lot of different uh, different ones, which corresponds to the whole thought I have around everything being custom personalized. I guess the fifth thing for 2021 in design sprints is that you want to understand who is looking for innovative ways of doing things. And design sprints can be part of that now, this is specifically for people that are looking for business, that are looking to use design sprints as a business, uh, as a way of finding business. And there's a whole different thread on that where really people don't go after design sprints and think it's the cat's meow and want to hire you. They hire you for what they think you can solve and how you can help them with their pain. But that's beside it. Um, similar to personalizing design sprints methods, you're going to want to swim in the water of innovation where you're going to be trying out different things related to service design, growth design, pre-dotyping. There's going to be a lot of mix of stuff and 
some people will have proprietary methodologies. They say, well, just do this and you'll have magical innovation. Not quite. But what you can do is figure out, okay, if I'm strategically minded, then this seems to be a better approach for me and I can basically tweak it a bit and make it my own. Or if you're someone that's very research-based, you can take human-centered design and uh, human-computer interaction and kind of customize that so that your services and your selling can be unique to some market that you want to serve. Uh, it, it, the possibilities are endless, but realistically, like, like I was saying with number four, there isn't going to be a silver bullet when it comes to this design sprint process anymore. It's really going to be how you blend it with A, what you're really good with, B, some methods that you're interested in exploring, C, what kind of outcomes that your clients want to have and what kind of value they see out of those outcomes. That's really where you'll need to be in 2021. If you are selling services, products, anything related to being a solopreneur or being part of a company, it's really going to come down to what, how is your particular process special and what particular niche or division of the market do you serve? Because specialization is just going to become more relevant. It's going to be more like micro markets and the, and the macro of those micro markets in the future. I just don't see one particular method being like a catch-all. And I think it's a trap that people continue to think that way with the science sprints. So hopefully those five trends for 2021 are the five things you need to know about in 2021 for design sprints help you. Uh, if you have any questions or comments about anything that I went over here on this big side, then feel free to, to email me at robert at dallasdesignsprints.com. You can find me on Twitter. It's robert under, underscore scrobe. I'm also on LinkedIn. Just do a search for Robert Scrobe. You'll get all my content there. And I'm very happy that you decided to spend your, your time with me for the past 10 minutes. Again, tomorrow, if you want to know more about the Global Virtual Design Sprint, it is happening in a webinar. You can find me. If you do a search on LinkedIn, you'll see the promotion there. Uh, but basically, it's going to be an hour. The first 20 minutes is going to be talking about the global virtual design sprint what it's all about and there'll be a bit of q a and explaining nuances of some of the new programs and new insights we're going to be doing for that particular event so hope this finds you well take care thanks for listening and i'll see you hopefully next time all right bye i'm trying to open the app so i can stop it bye bye